You are so beautiful to me. <laughs> that nearly blew my ears out when I. Oh, thanks so much, Evan. I appreciate it. That wasn't you. <laughs> what? That wasn't you. What wasn't me? What? Why are you saying thanks? Because you said I was beautiful. Oh, I was like, what? I mean, after I said it, his voice <laughs> no. nearly blew my ears out. His voice? You know who I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, we can't reveal it as of yet, but they, well, they've clicked on it. They know what they we're talking about anyway. But... <laughs> You'll find out later. <laughs> anyway, Katie, how's it going? I'm all right. I did pretty much nothing today. Um, just finishing up the last bit of college or trying my best to. So, you know, been doing pretty much that all day. I did go to Tesco's, though, and bought some pickles and smoked salmon and cream cheese. Mm. So that was my day. How are you? Evan? Uh, Good. Uh, some changes may be happening. Um, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. But okay. hopefully it all goes well. Um, but it's looking good at the moment. But who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Uh, but yeah, I'm good. For once, I'm not tired or stressed Woo! or <laughs> angry. <laughs> <laughs> For once. Let's enjoy this Woo-woo! one day. <laughs> we, we better make the most of this, though. Yeah, so that's how I am. So shall we move on to comments corner? Yes, let's let's move on. So uh, I had to reach out to people because I'm just a fucking featherhead and forgot to do anything. That's so, fine. but it's fine. Um, we actually did get some good comments. So first one: Thomas Shelby is a hot daddy. That is fun and also a fact. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to disagree with it. As I said before, Tommy would get it. Killian Murphy would absolutely not. No, it's fine. So, um, the fashion has inspired a new generation of straight lads. Yeah, we said that. We we <laughs> we touched on that. <laughs> I've been watching with my boyfriend for years, and we are obsessed. Never miss an episode without each other. What? Like they never watch it without one another. Okay. Not even a sneak watch. Hold on. Oh, there's definitely been a sneak watch. <laughs> I've, I've, I've gone so far on a sneak watch before. It was like not a major, it was sister, sister. Um, and I sneak watched it on Kevin. And then he was like, oh, let's watch it again. Because I didn't think he'd want to watch it. And I was like, okay. And I had to sit through like five episodes that I'd already watched. Because I couldn't admit to sneak watching so far ahead. <laughs> But when we finished, I told them. <laughs> sister, sister, I was like, I actually seen some of them twice. <laughs> <laughs> so someone else said a truly perfect show. What's good? Do you think that? Well, I'm, I'm happy for you. Yeah, and then someone said I tried to get into it, but I couldn't. Uh, but Killian Murphy was great, though. Yeah. So now we're moving on to pop news. <laughs> Lots of things going on this in the last seven days. Um, so first up, uh, Lord uh, is, is on tour right now, and there's a very famous video of her going around shutting her audience. I didn't see the video, but I seen a meme about it this morning. And I never looked like that far into it, but yeah, tell us. I'm sure you're going to tell us what happened. <laughs> well, if you've seen the video, it's awful. Uh- no, I haven't. 
It's so stupid. So Lord responds to a viral video of her shushing her audience during an old performance of her song, Rider in the Dark. Oh, I thought it was more recent. Uh, that dramatic ass move was literally for an album called Melodrama. So don't stress too hard. She's getting on my nerves lately. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't have any strong opinions on Lord, to be honest, mm. in any sense of it. So. Okay, so moving on. Someone else who's releasing music is Demi Lovato. So Demi Lovato shared a touching message about their eighth studio album, which will see them return to their pop rock sound. Uh, they wrote, getting emotional listening to my new album because I'm so proud of it. It's my absolute best yet and so representative of me where I started and who I am today. Hmm. We'll have to see. Demi's been a bit controversial in the past, but um, yeah, hopefully they do a good job. I hope so. Okay, so next up is another singer, Janelle Monae. Janelle Monae came out as non-binary on J.D. Pinkett Smith's Red Table Talk. Uh, They said, I just don't see myself as a woman solely. I feel like God is so much bigger than he or she. And if I am from God, I am everything. But I will always, always stand with women. And I will always stand with black women. Who said this? Jada? Janelle Monae. Oh, Janelle Monae. Sorry, I was like, what? Um, Fair enough. Mm. Have a nice time. You're not harming anyone. Yeah, no, they are great. I love Janelle Monae. So happy. Yeah. So, um... We so uh where was I going with this? Uh so we all know the show The Mass Singer, right? We do. Yeah, so uh the US version is on right now. And it was revealed that the Jack in the Box was none other than Republican uh mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani, who in the past referred to the COVID nineteen uh virus as uh the China virus. Once he was unmasked, uh, one judge appeared to walk off stage, none other than Hangover and community star Ken Jong, walked off stage as uh, Rudy began to sing another one of the songs that he sang on the show and saying, I'm done, whilst Nicole Scherzinger and anti-vax Jenny McCarthy just danced away. <laughs> okay. So many things wrong with this. Yeah. I mean... I get, I get him walking off stage. Like I'm like, right, okay, whatever. Or walking off the panel. Like he doesn't want to associate himself with that. That's fine. I'm assuming he's he is Chinese. Yeah, he's Asian. Yeah, he's Asian, but I don't know what part because like China and Japan aren't really friends. To be fair, so mm. I don't. But I'm assuming he's Chinese because obviously the statement bothered him that it it was China's virus. Mm-hmm. Uh, allegedly, not my words. <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just a bit mad, isn't it? Why was he on it? Well, see, they <laughs> don't him? know who the celebrities are, or it's painted that way, I guess. Who the no, no, are. yeah, no, they don't. Like, they actually really don't. But I'm saying, why was he chosen specifically? Him? Like, were they that low for like <laughs> celebrities that they were like, I ah, just come on. <laughs> Like a senator, like what? Like you, oh no, I don't, I, I don't blame Ken Jong for that. No, I don't either. Like that's what I'm saying. I, I completely get that, um, that reaction. But I just don't understand why the show would choose somebody so controversial. But then I'm also like, maybe it was like a publicity stunt to try get people to like like him again. 
who knows? I mean, they've had, they've had just kind of like the UK one has had some people on it in the past who were just like, oh, we forgot you're a thing. Yeah. 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 I'd agree with that. Mm. Do you know who judges on the UK panel? No, I don't actually. Uh, it's, it's Davina McCall, Jonathan Ross, and Rita Ora, and someone else. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, see, I've only seen, like, my mom watches it a lot, but I've only seen, like, little, like, a walk into the sitting room. But I do remember when Mark Fahili was on it. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, so, you know. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I love Westlife. Um, I know. Um, Judges. Sorry, I'm just looking at the picture there because it's going to annoy me. Yes, you're right. Davina McCall, Rita Ora, Jonathan Ross, and Joel Domi. Oh, would you know? What? Okay, fairness, Rita Ora, she is a singer, kind of. Um... Questionable. No, I'm... Sorry, I couldn't. This, is just a, this podcast, the last few weeks, has been Katie hating on Rita Ora. Just... You keep bringing her up. It's not my problem. But I like some of her songs. Yes, oh, so do I. But like, oh, Joel Dummett presents it. Oh, yes. Um, what is it? Mm, yeah, I think that just like kind of change. But um, or oh, they always have a guest on. Oh, okay. Yeah, hopefully Rita was the guest. <laughs> Um, so moving on from that um, Sean Mendes has opened up to fans in a newly shared letter on his Twitter so uh, he said sometimes I ask myself what is it that I should be doing with my life and what I always hear is uh, what I always hear in return is to tell the truth to be the truth I feel that's a hard thing to do though I'm afraid if people know and see the truth that they might think less of me they might become bored of me so in moments of feeling Low, I either put on a show or hide. The truth in current form is a 23 year old who constantly feels like he's either flying or drowning. Maybe that's just what it is to be in your 20s. I don't know. Or maybe that's just me. The truth is, I really do want to show up in the world as my true 100% uh, unique self and not care what anyone thinks. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I really don't care what people think and I feel free. Most of the time, it's a struggle though. That's the truth. The truth is, even with so much success, I still find it hard to feel like I'm not failing. Hyper-focused on what I don't have, forgetting to see all that I do. The truth is, I'm overwhelmed and overstimulated, lol. The truth is also that I'm okay. I'm just trying to tell and be the truth. I like to think that maybe me saying this might resonate with some people. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I have no other words other than that's nice. What's that about? I don't get that. I don't know. Maybe he's just going through it. Since the breakup? Probably. Who was he with again? He was with Camila Cabello. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, he's probably just going through it. Or you never know, might be coming out. Oh, my God. I I wait for that day. (laughs) (laughs) We're all waiting, John. (laughs) It could be. could be. You never know. It could be because of all the whole, like, my true, unique self and stuff. Mm. I don't know. Their relationship always irks me. 
Yeah, I know. Mm. I remember the Twitter. What Twitter? Like your Twitter around <laughs> <that> time. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't the only one taking the piss. No, <laughs> well, I'm just saying. All of your I'm... fans came after me. See, that always happens. Why is with people coming after you? Guys, I just asked a question. <laughs> no, the best was to bring it back to Rio or the best was one time this Rio R stand like had a proper go and my cousin Jody on Twitter. <laughs> like actually was going crazy and I was like, oh my goodness, what is going on? Jody was like, I'm getting attacked by Rio R stand and their name was like Rio R blah blah blah. And I was like, get a life, like get a life. No, truly do get a life. No offense, anyone that has a stand I can like fair play to because I don't but have I mean, the energy, but like um also don't attack people on yeah. Twitter. That might be a fun thing for you to not do. Yeah, we don't condone it. Um, so we all know the movie, the Broadway show Wicked is being turned into a film starring Cynthia Revo and Ariana mm-hmm. Grande. However, we might be getting some double, double toil and trouble as the Wicked movie will be split into two films set for release in 2024 and 2025. Mm. That's interesting. It is interesting. Okay, I mean, I mean, I'm excited to see it. See them, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I'm excited to see it as well. So another f- a film that's coming out, uh, not that long away, not that far away, whatever the saying is English. Um, everyone is anticipating the release of the next Doctor Strange movie. That is everyone except mm-hmm. the Saudi Arabian government, as they have called for the film to be edited to remove a 12 second clip from the movie where a lesbian character is featured Disney is refusing uh, Saudi Arabia's request to cut the clip where a lesbian character uh, America Chavez says she has two moms oh that's all it is like yeah. that's all they're getting walked up over yeah well I, I mean, <sighs> we've seen the movie look your country's going to have lesbians, whether you condone it or not, whether mm. you let them. Like, I've actually been seeing a lot about, like, the whole thought of, like, indoctrination and all stuff like that recently. Mm. Yeah. Um, Which I'm sure this is what, like, Saudi Arabia's problem is. And they're like, oh, we can't, like, show them, like, lesbians on the big screen because then they'll want to be lesbians. But, like, what's the difference of showing a, a, a character saying, I have a mom and a dad? I, yeah, no, there's no difference. There's no difference. Like, oh. but I guess, Evan, we just have, I was going to say, normal minds. Um, no, we don't. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that, but I won't go that far. But um, um, I don't know. Maybe we're just open minded. No, we are 100%. Yeah, we are. But um, yeah, that's stupid. And I'm surprised Disney didn't shy away from it. Mm. Like, I'm surprised they didn't go like, all right, yeah, we'll do what you want. Because I feel like in the past they have done stuff like that for other countries. Yeah. But it is also kind of like, I know like Disney tried to be woke at all, but they're not. Like, they still have a million miles to go before they're ever even considered woke. Yeah. As a company. Yes, okay, mm. different producers and different writers and stuff have are trying to sprinkle it in, but Disney as a whole organization 
have a long way to go. No, they do. So maybe this is a step in the right direction of them saying, no, we're not cutting that. There's no need. Yeah, no, I think it's I think it's great. So just get the ball rolling, Disney, I guess. Proud he is. Proud he is. <laughs> Good on you, Mickey. <laughs> Good. Good job, Mickey. <laughs> so final headline. Um, we all re- love and remember the iconic singer Whitney Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, and now she's getting her story told, much like Freddie and the very alive Elton John. Um <laughs> Naomi Aki <laughs> is <laughs> I'm so sorry. Just every time that comes up, I'm like, oh, like Elton. why? <laughs> <laughs> Naomi Aki of Star Wars fame uh, is set to star as Whitney Houston in the movie I Want to Dance with Somebody, and the movie poster was revealed this week, and it hits theaters this December. Wow. Um, I'm just looking up Naomi for a minute. Naomi, how how do you set, spell her second name? Um, A C K I E. Oh, I have it there. Yeah. Um. Oh yes, was she in Mandalorian? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I actually watched the Mandalorian. I haven't seen any <laughs> Star Wars, <laughs> but oh no, was she? I don't know. Anyway, yeah, I'm excited for that. Yeah. No. It's gonna be so good. So, Katie, yes. introduce this week's topic, please. This week's topic let me just get it oh what don't tell me oh no I thought I got rid of it I was like no (laughs) this week's topic like myself is a bit chaotic and things are going to get a little bit rascally in here is that a word I don't know but it is (laughs) yeah that's right this week we are going to be talking about none other than the 1994 family classic the little rascals so Evan what is your history with the little rascals so my history with the Little Rascals, um, it was a VHS film. Had it on VHS, yeah. played it to death, uh, watched it all the time. Literally wanted to be one of them. Um, <laughs> it was like my favorite film for like the longest time ever. Um, yeah, so just uh, playing it on VHS all the time whenever I could, and um, because it was, it came out in 1994, and neither one of you, neither one of us were born. Um, no, we were not. No, so um, yeah, VHS is my uh, history with the little rascals, and then haven't revisiting it recently. <laughs> Have a lot to say, Katie. What's your history with the little rascals? Yeah, mine's pretty much the same. Um, as you said, we were not alive when it was released, but we were alive two years later. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I probably like started watching it maybe in like the two thousands. Um, but like that, my nanny had it on VHS, so I used to always watch it when I was in my nanny's house. The amount of times I subjected that woman to watch this film. <laughs> <laughs> like, I used to only watch it before. Like, I don't think I ever watched it by myself when I was younger. Um, I'm sure she knew it inside out. I'm sure she's like, are you for real? Um, but I've had that habit since I'm a kid of just re-watching things that I love. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I have really, really fond memories of watching it in my nanny's sitting room or her. And just like rewinding it, like you know the way you had to rewind the tapes. Yeah. Like I probably rewound it like once a day at least. I just absolutely adored it. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just a really feel good film for me. And then, as you said, <laughs> revisiting it, I'm a bit like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 
Why did you let me watch that song? Why? <laughs> How did you sit that so much? No, but like that's for later anyway. Uh, but yeah, that's my history with the little rascals. Okay, so we're going to take you back. We're going to rewind the tape and <laughs> recap the film, The Little Rascals. So the film opens with Spanky putting a note in uh, PD, uh, PD's collar, and the dog runs off. PD arrives at a baseball field and Stymie uh, takes a note from PD and the dog then runs off to Froggy's house and the boys all read the note too. So Porky and Buckweed are fishing and uh, their uh, fishing rods hook together and PD shows up. The kids all meet in the shed. The boys all meet in the shed. Uh, it is a meeting of the Woman Haters Club. So Spanky is the president. They all say an oath. Outside, Butch and Moy mention a race. They all tell stories of uh, women they hate. They mention the blur, which has never been beaten. That's their go-kart. They pick the driver and it's Alfalfa. But Alfalfa's not there because Alfalfa is singing a song to Darla. Uh, The boys see him with Darla and decide to go listen to him. Darla asked Alfalfa to sing with her at the talent show. They kiss and Alfalfa's hair moves. Uh, Woim and Butch test their car and it falls apart completely. Alfalfa runs into Butch and Woim and he runs away from them. Alfalfa arrives at Darla's and gets attacked by a dog. And then Waldo shows up and compliments Darla. So Darla tells her she's in the talent show. Darla and Alfalfa have their first date in the clubhouse. Um, The boys mess with their... Their date, Darla gets a ring in her dessert. Alfalfa asks her for a kiss. The boys knock at the door. Darla and Alfalfa argue. Alfalfa pretends to have a toothache. So Darla uh, takes the car and the clubhouse goes on fire. The boys all become firemen all of a sudden. So Spanky gets the hose and puts the fire out. Darla dumps an unconscious Alfalfa and leaves with Waldo. Alfalfa is on trial, pleads with Judge Spanky. Alfalfa gets sentenced to uh, execution, but gets the responsibility of guarding the go-kart as punishment. So Alfalfa has a Shakespearean dream. He wakes up and all the boys are all around him. And Darla is having a sleepover with the girls. The boys decide to build a new clubhouse. Uh, The boys decide to take out a loan, standing on each other's shoulders as grown men, but get exposed. Alfalfa contemplates uh, Darla's love for him. Alfalfa writes a mean note for Darla. Uh, it's a love note, but it's disguised as a mean note. Buckwheat and Porky give Darla the note, and she is mad. Alfalfa finds out uh, that Darla is mad at him. Spanky and Alfalfa head to Darla's talent uh, to Darla's ballet recital. Butch and Moim steal the go kart, or do they? Uh, they get covered in pickle juice, actually. So Alfalfa and Sparky uh, hide with a frog from Butch and Moim, and when they're found, they're wearing tutus and wigs, pretending to be girls. They get taken out by the uh, ballet teacher. They meet the girls, and Darla tells them about Waldo. Spanky starts uh, slagging off Alfalfa, and it, it's showtime, so the ballet recital is about to begin. The frog starts acting up during the recital. Alfalfa is exposed, but they can't leave because of the bullies. So Spanky walks out first as he's the only one in a wig and tutu and the the bullies um, are nice to him. But then uh, Spanky gets exposed and runs away. 
Alfalfa sees the bullies and runs away again. He ends up in a pool, and Waldo and Darla are in the pool. Um, Porky and Buckwheat eat pickles. The boys arrive in the carnival. They set up a booth. Their booth is a four-foot man eating chicken. Alfalfa is not thinking uh, is not thinking about Darla, and but he runs out of paper because he really is. Um, Alfalfa finds out Spangy was behind their breakup. So Petey and Alfalfa have have to take the go take the go kart and head to the carnival. Bucky, uh, Buckwheat and Perky charge three dollars for talent show admission. Miss uh, Crabtree gives out to Spanky and he whispers in her ear. Alfalfa arrives at the talent show. Waldo and Darla perform at the talent show. Uh, Spanky uh, convinced Miss Crabtree to use the talent show money as prize money. Moim and Butch take the go-kart. Alfalfa rehearses for the talent show and Waldo puts soap in his water. Alfalfa takes to the stage and raises a toast to the girl he loves most in the whole world. Alfalfa drinks the water, sings and starts blowing bubbles. So Spanky uh, messes with the stage props. Darla says she hates Alfalfa and leaves. The boys all give out to Alfalfa. They find out the cart's gone. uh, And the boys all go home to sulk. Spanky and Alfalfa go to find each other. And they make up and then all the boys arrive. The boys band together to build a new go-kart. And um, Waldo and Darla arrive in a supercar to the race. Because it's race day. Uh, Perky... Porky and Buckwheat uh, change the direction of the race. The race begins. Darla tells Waldo to turn and she's she's getting sick of him. Three of the cars veer from the track. Waldo turns on the turbines. Uh, Woim and Butch use rocket boosters, but they're backwards, so they go backwards. Waldo uses spikes against Alfalfa and Spanky. Darla gets out of the cart. Bucky and Woim are back in the race. They use a firecracker against Alfalfa and Spanky. Waldo helps out his new uh, pals. Alfalfa climbs on the hood. Alfalfa and Spanky won. Butch and Woim threaten Alfalfa. Alfalfa knocks them into a pigsty. Waldo walks over, or does he? Turns out it was Darla that actually helped the boys out. Reba McIntyre gives the boys prize money, but Reba McIntyre is really AJ Ferguson and kisses Sparky on the cheek. So Darla and Alfalfa make up and the Woman Haters Club now allows women. Uh Uh-huh, finally learns to talk or he's learned he's known to speak this whole time. And Spanky says, uh, sometimes things have to change. And that's the end of the movie, Little Rascals. Oh, what a good film. It's cute. I was just about to say that. It's a really cute film. Um, All the kids are super cute. Mm. Um, but one thing I am um, one sec one problem I had with your uh, recap there was you weren't using the right name for the club what was it called? the He-Man Woman Haters Club oh well those fucking kids are so hard to comprehend no they're not they are well I'm sure I could get a clip that they say that very clearly in, and it's, yeah it's the He-Man <laughs> Woman Haters Club and it's he dash man woman w-o-m-u-n haters club right <laughs> just, sorry just cl- clarifying it's like, oh, by five-year-olds relax no they're like seven actually most of them. <laughs> there's like two of them that are like four 
Yeah, here's the thing. Where are the parents? Yeah, I know. I was going to say that as well. Because <laughs> I remember this film. I thought this was like Bugsy Malone, where it's like society is children, but only children. But apparently, no, no these are just no. children that. <laughs> yeah, their no, parents no, are they just have absent. parents and yeah. teachers, and there's like a sort of figures like sprinkled through the film. But they're just let run loose. I was also, my question was, I'm going to Google it as I say, but my one of my other questions was, um, what year was this set in? Because I know um, I know it was released in the 90s, but like it couldn't have been set in the 90s. I don't think so. Um, but, oh my God, it's based off something. This is a TV show. It's based off a TV show that was set in the 60s, I think. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so I think it's based off that. And I think there was a cartoon before. So based off the film Our Gang, which came out in 1922. And yeah. then The Little Rascals. No, that's the sequel. And then the, there was a TV show in the 60s, I think. Yeah, there was. Why? So yeah, yeah. It, it makes more sense that it's set in the 60s. Yeah, okay. It was because like... Like a lot of the hairstyles and like specifically one of the little children, one of the little blonde ones, like mm-hmm. Darla's friends. I was like, you look like you're after been absolutely ripped out of the 60s. Like, yeah, honestly. Blonde pink curl one. Mm. Or the 40s or something. Like, I was like, that's a real old fashioned because everyone else is kind of like, yeah, it's definitely not the 90s style. So I was like, hmm. Okay. Am I perceiving this differently? yeah the hair the hair I thought I don't know I thought the hair was different what do you mean I thought Alfalfa's hair was different no it was I, always spiky I did not remember that spike at all no I remember the, the spike but what I don't remember is the innuendos that's what I was going to bring up there's a lot of adult humor in this yeah and I was like this is weird it is weird because it's like some of the stuff is a bit like, oh, should we really be having kids saying this? But then I'm like, oh, but am I the problem because I have a problem with this? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm like, am I making this weird? Mm. Like, if I don't say anything, do you know what I mean? But um, yeah, like when Darla pushes back his hair when they're on the boat and then they kiss and, and then, then it springs up. But also, fast forwarding to the end where aj ferguson um kisses him on the cheek or she does something she was like is that your hair or are you happy to see me <laughs> i was like no 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 you're an adult gross not, no that grossed me out so much make jokes about kids like that i don't care if it was released in the 90s i don't care if it was set in the 60s that was gross. the whole kind of like it just like springing up i'm like right okay you can kind of you can get away with that one, mm. but that whole scene at the end made me feel icky. Oh, no. I was like, don't do this to Reba McIntyre. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm gone. But, um, yeah, other than that, like, it is a super cute film. Um, It's very, like, they capture the essence of childhood, I think. Yeah, they do. 100%. Yeah, I just think it's really nice. And I have some, I wrote down some of like my favorite quotes and funny moments. Mm. Um, so the first one is, um, 
when Alfalfa and Darla are in the clubhouse and he's trying to hide it from the other boys and he puts the bandage around his head and he's like, the dentist pulled my wisdom teeth. Well, that explains why you're acting so stupid. That was Alfalfa <laughs> and Spanky. And oh, I just think it's so funny. Like, just Spanky in general. I just think he's so cute and so funny and he has the cutest little accent. He's the only one with a proper like Southern kind of accent. Mm. And it's so cute. I'm like, oh, you're so cute. Yeah, I thought it was annoying little shit. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't really like a father himself now, to be honest. Yeah, do you know, I wanted a spin-off. I was like, Porky and Buckweed, spin-off, please. Yes. Please. They were the cutest things in the world. Oh, I love them so much. Um, I have down on my funny moments, Buckwheat and Porky, just as a duo in general. Um, I just love them so much. They're oh, they're so cute. And like, um, what notable moments would be like when they're guarding the car with the fishing poles, like oh, like yeah. the swords, and they're like marching beside the car. I'm like, oh, and then um, the obviously the. We got a dollar song. Oh yeah. <laughs> like that's just that's just inevitably like something pop culture. And then the whole pickle one as well. The two pickles one. Yeah. No. And then when they're on the on their way to the race, they're singing that song and he's like, You have an ugly face. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. And then I actually had this written down for the end, but when Buckwheat's like, That's my mom and then Porky is like <laughs> but it is Wolfie Goldberg who plays this one. <laughs> I was like, that's good. That, that was a good pun. <laughs> that yeah. was a good pun. Yeah. Let's just put Wolfie Goldberg in everything. True. <laughs> she can do it all. Yeah. I have some theories on how some of the characters ended up. Okay. Okay, so who will I start with first? I don't know. So just do your list. Okay. I'll start with Spanky. Okay. Spanky's in jail. Okay. Spanky because remember it was his idea to give Miss Crabtree the money. So mm-hmm. technically he's he would have been involved in embezzlement. Also she's very complicit in that situation as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She didn't know better. <laughs> like that is money laundering. He's in jail for money laundering and embezzlement. Also, I Googled uh, I like nothing go I don't know maths if if you were to make five hundred dollars at three dollars a piece, that's like one hundred and sixty-six people. And there was like there was 30 not one hundred and sixty-six people in that tent. <laughs> there was not. You cannot <laughs> convince me otherwise. There was no. Um, and then also, yeah, about her, she was like, "Well, he can't give it back to everyone separately." Yeah, you can. <laughs> they, gave, they all gave you three dollars, and they're all inside of it. You can just walk around <laughs> each person and hand them back their three dollars. <laughs> Jail. <laughs> <laughs> Electric chair. <laughs> um. Yeah. Right. One next. So Darla, Darla, uh, she grew up, um, and she married a retail property developer, and is now living in Beverly Hills as one of the Real Housewives. <laughs> Okay, okay, I can see. Alfalfa is gay now. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> and he lives in San Francisco with his husband and their dog. Oh, lovely. Nice yeah. ending for him. Stymie, he has his own residency in Vegas. Mm. Uh, Porky, what would Porky be doing? What? 
What would Porky be doing? I don't know. These are your theories. I don't know. <laughs> trying to think. They're like, I've got theories. What would he do? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Porky. I feel like Porky is... Porky's a car salesman. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Yes, you can join me in this. <laughs> okay, I'll join you. <laughs> Froggy, uh, he had a glow up and became a Calvin Klein model. Imagine. <laughs> that would actually be funny. That would be good. Wine, uh, drug dealer. <laughs> Who's that one again? Butch's friend. He's like Butch's oh, sidekick. Yeah. He does nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, not a big drug dealer. Like, just sells weed. Like, yeah. And lives in his mom's basement. Mm. Yeah. Right. Waldo. Well, we know he who his dad is. <laughs> yeah. So, for anyone who hasn't seen the movie, which by the way, sorry, we've spoiled it for you. We need to do keep remembering to put spoiler alerts. No, I was thinking that, but then I was also like, this film came out, came out in 1994. <laughs> if we are spoiling the little rascals for anybody, your own culture, you didn't have a childhood. <laughs> and you don't deserve for it to be kept a secret this far down the line. Like, that was what, like 28 years ago. You've had time. You've had time to watch it. <laughs> so don't give me that. I did think of that. But um, yeah, anyway, what were you So Waldo is Trump's son, so obviously had a very lavish life and uh, even more lavish when Trump won the election. But since the election, things have gone downhill from, for Waldo. He got a bit greedy and now has to sell so use sunglasses out of the trunk of his car. Oh, well, at least he's doing something. Because I think Tiffany gets, <laughs> Tiffany gets priority over him. Yeah. So then Butch um, Butch got on the straight and narrow and he's sober now. Wow. Did he have a drug problem? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which he got from wine. <laughs> Fair. That's absolutely, you know, that's, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And finally, Buckwheat. Uh, so Buckwheat, he owns a farm. Oh, I can see that. He's a farmer. He has his own patch of land, lots of money. So there we go. There we go. That's that's where the characters are now. <laughs> the actors have barely done anything. Yeah, exactly. Well, the actors have done nothing. Well, we uh, feel like. Well, the exception of the twins. Well, the Alton twins and Raven's mom. But mm. other than that, they weren't even big parts in it, though. That's yeah, the no, they were just there. Yeah. Actually, fun. Uh, you know what I love? The little touch in this movie. Um. You know when the the boys are fighting and they go to each other's houses to apologise? Yeah. And then the dads come out and they're dressed exactly like them. Yeah. I oh, love no. that. I love that whole scene and they're like, they walk past each other and it's so dramatic. <laughs> it's like <laughs> one's on, on the top and one's on the bottom and they go to each other's houses and oh, it's so, I'm like, oh. But yeah, I, oh. it's just a cute movie. It is. It is really cute. I have more quotes um, that I like. So I have um, when they went to the bank and they were trying to take out the loan. And my favourite quote from that is, if we were your kids, we'd punish ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then uh, this is a porky quote. It's, wait a second, we're the He-Man woman haters. We can't deliver love notes. And then um, I have two more quotes. Obviously, you can't do an episode 
of um the little rascals without this quote so it's um dear darla i hate your stinking guts you make <laughs> me vomit you're the scum between my, my toes love alf alpha <laughs> i used to rewind that part so many times me too <laughs> I, love, I love this so much and then this is a darla quote Darla and her friend, kind of. Mm. It's, I don't miss him at, at all, except his voice. When he sings, he mel- makes me melt like a popsicle on the 4th of July. Mm. And then her friend goes, he is awfully romantical. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, oh. Or when they, just in general, when the kids, like, say the words wrong. Mm. Um when Alfalfa was in the clubhouse with Darla and he was farting. I can't remember the word he said now for flatulence, but it was something like flabbygrant or something like that. And I'm just like, oh, that's funny. Or the checklist of the sabotage um, from Spanky. And it was like, um, (laughs) it was like uh, boot juice or something like that because they poured it through an old boot. (laughs) He called it like boot juice. This is funny. Yeah, it is a funny movie. It's not a very good or well-written movie, but it's funny. Yeah, like, I get that, but I think that's us us saying that from a 2022 perspective when we literally have masterpieces just at at our fingertips that we can watch at any time. But I think for 1994 that this was an exceptional film. Yeah. For the time, like, and don't forget, like, it came out in 94. So it was probably filmed in like 92. Yeah. So for all that kind of like movie magic, as they used to call it, of like the fishing rods and the the fire scene and stuff like that, um, I think it, like it was phenomenal for the time. Um, what else was I going to say? I was going to say something else. Oh, yeah. It's such a feel good movie, though. It's such like it's what you want out of like a family classic and it's it's such a like just a comfort movie yeah yeah it's just a really good one that was like you can never go wrong you're always going to enjoy it if you put it on tv like you're never going to be like oh when is this over you know you're always going to going to get engrossed like even the last scene in it which was the like derby i've seen this film probably a hundred times and I was still like on the edge of my seat <laughs> I had to stop myself I was like hey you know what's gonna happen yeah but I was still like oh my god what's gonna happen right. um, I wouldn't say I was on the edge of my seat now <laughs> I was a little bit I was like oh my god like when he was like falling and all off I was like oh um but spoiler if you need a spoiler they um they won so yeah <laughs> by a hair by a hair, yeah, that was what we called Berg line. Success mm. by a hair or something like that. Oh my god, I just googled the lad who plays Waldo. First of all, he's unbelievably good looking. No, and he's not, Evan. In real in, as a thirty seven year old man he is. No, I, I'm a I'm still sticking to my statement. I looked them all up myself. He's Waldo. Yeah. Well, uh he was in Full House and Fuller House as Derek Boyd. I know. He was a uh, Michelle friend. Oh, and he was Eugene in Hey Arnold. Yeah. If anyone knows where I can source Hey Arnold, can you please send it my way? 
I mean, I can't help you, but hopefully you <laughs> He was also <laughs> on I'm a Stripper for America's Most Wanted. Yeah, he was a go-go dancer. Oh my god, that is the best thing for I've ever heard time. in my life. I know he's a music artist. Yeah, none of them have done a lot. No, he has an album as well, which was, had a weird name, but I can't remember it now. What does she do? What does Darla do? But she hasn't done anything. No, she like lives in Los Angeles with her husband and is getting a degree in like social science or something. Oh, good on her. Yeah. Yeah. Are you aware of the sequel to this movie? I haven't seen it. I'm aware of it, but I'm like you, I haven't seen it. Oh my god, I'm looking at the post for here. There's the little girl in it is a spitting image of Darla. Really? Yeah. Oh, Darla was really cute. Mm. Oh, and beside her is Jenna Ortega. Who's that? Remember, we talked about her in the Scream episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at her now. Oh, no way. Oh, bless her. Oh, she's so little. She has her hands on all the best things. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that little girl is the image of Darla. Mm. Did you see the... um? They did a poster, I think it was for the 20th anniversary. No. Is it? I'm looking at it now. If you look at it side, I mean, if you look at it side by side, it doesn't look that much. I'm sorry, Waldo looks the same. Waldo? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, I don't have anything more to say about this movie other than it's just a bit of a film you can stick on, a bit of fun. Don't have to focus too much. But it's um, cute. It is cute. Uh, no, so I have a little bit more to say. Mm-hmm. Um, so as I said, like some of my funny moments, um, when they were delivering the note to Darla and like her little foot tap and the little crush, I just thought that was really cute. Um, and then I said Spanky's little accent, and then <laughs> I have a direct what I felt in the moment while re-watching this film Waldo's a prick of course Trump plays his dad and they're in town because his dad uh, bought an oil company Um, (laughs) so I was very annoyed about that and then it's funny that the Altons are on the cast list as twin one and twin two Um, I completely forgot they were in this because I did and then I seen that and then I looked up the cast and it was just like twin one, twin two (laughs) They're, they're the biggest ones to come out of it. Them and Raven, and they yeah. have like these smallest parts ever. And I'm like, okay. And then, yeah, I said they when Buckwheat is like, that's my mom. And then um, Porky's like, whoopee. Whoopee. It's funny. One time. Uh, yeah, like I've kind of said all I want to say as well. Like, I love the movie. Like, it's always going to be a classic for me. And if I ever have kids as well, they'll they'll be grown up watching this as well. Because I just think it's it's fun. Yeah, definitely. It's it's harmless, but it's just a bit weird watching it with an adult's mind. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's one. It is a generational film. You can pass it down, and it is cute. Yeah, but arrest Miss Crabtree. I don't care. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, she embezzlement. (laughs) That's not a vibe. So, do you have anything else to say? Because I don't. No, I don't. Okay, so uh, I was going to do Where Are They Now on the cast, but I don't want to do that because we've already said it. <laughs> yeah, we basically, where are they now? Nowhere, kind of, to be honest. Mm, but we, I did share my theories. 
you did you did of the characters and they were good theories so uh i want to talk about the success of little rascals so little rascals only has a 23 percent rating on rotten tomatoes so it's lower than rent but has more than cats and an audience score of 70 percent 23 percent well it's not like a critically acclaimed film like yeah, but it's better than Rent. It definitely is better than Rent. <laughs> <laughs> it's a million times better than Rent. What are people thinking? <laughs> what? Like, okay, I get it's not like a critically acclaimed cult classic or anything, but like, and it's only an hour and 20 minutes long, but what? <laughs> I believe. And Cats. Cats is, cats is lower. Oh, is it? Yeah. There you go. You can sleep well tonight. Has more claws than cats. Has more claws than cats. That's what's important in life. But it's lower than rent, so it's good for the economy. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. The film earned sixty-seven million dollars worldwide at the box office against a budget of twenty-three million. Wow. And the film earned a twenty fourteen sequel called "The Little Rascals Save the Day," and some of the cast made cameos in this. Ah, that's cute. That's fun. So, yeah, so now school is in session for one little rascal, you. Me! <laughs> it's time for Katie's Little Rascals quiz. Katie, Let's are you ready? I, I am. I am ready. Okay, question one. What is the blur? Oh, it's their car for the derby. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, question two. What colour is the dress Darla wears on the boat when Alfalfa sings You Are So Beautiful? Why? Yeah. Wow, that was a complete <laughs> guess. <laughs> this one's multiple choice. Uh, who has a cameo as Stymie's girlfriend? Hilary Duff, Lindsay Dohan, Raven Simone, or Elizabeth Olsen? Raven Simone. Uh, question four What dance do the ballet dancers perform at the recital? The Nutcracker. Yeah. True or false? Donald Trump has a cameo in The Little Rascals. Unfortunately, he does. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot it. I forget how to write these, honestly. Um, question six. When Spanky and Buckwheat uh, go to the bank, what number do they say is their account number? Seven. So it... <laughs> it was multiple choice, but I'll give it to you anyway. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Sorry, I got excited. <laughs> You're fine. Who catches a baseball with their hat? Um, Stymie. Oh, yeah, it was Stymie. Woo! Uh, what is the name of their dog? And I know you said the name, but I mm. always forget it. Eddie. Petey. Petey. Oh, so close. Okay, question nine. This is multiple choice. What do the boys put in the sandwiches for Darla and Alfalfa? Sand, dirt, kitty litter, or gravel? Kitty litter. Yeah. And question 10, another multiple choice one. What does Porky say he needs to learn to do? Sing, dance, run, or read? Um, ro- de- um Read? Yeah. Wow! <laughs> that was a guess. <laughs> That's a 9 out of 10. Woohoo! I'm so proud of myself. I'm proud of you too, you little rascal. Um... <laughs> So next up, we're going to put Little Rascals on our pop scale. We race out of five based on, based on how much we like it and its place in pop culture. Katie, what do you give Little Rascals? 
I'm gonna give it a four. Um, cause I love it. Like I love it. I always have loved it. I always will love it. Um, it's gonna be a classic in my heart forever. Um, and like it does have a place in pop culture. Like remember when people like like lip syncing got really big for a while. People mm-hmm. doing like sketches and all, and like the whole Darla quote was really big on it. And um, a lot of quotes from the film were really big on it. And that was like even 20 years after it was released. So I think it has a really big place in pop culture. So I'm going to give it a four. So I'm going to give Little Rascals a three and a half. Okay. Um, I do like it. I think it's cute. It's not one I would constantly go back to, but I think uh, a lot of people do love it and it is you can you can kind of pass it down to different generations. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it is very just iconic, just like the hair and the outfits and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah. I'll give it a three and a half for that reason. Wow. So next up, we're going to talk about what's popping. We talk about what we're enjoying in terms of pop culture. Katie, what's popping with you? What is popping with me? That's a great question. Um, so that podcast that I was speaking about last week, actually, um, Conversations on the Margin mm-hmm. with Lynn Ruan and um, some inmates in Wefield Prison. It mm-hmm. actually comes out on a Tuesday and we record this on a Tuesday. So there's a new one out. There was a new one out last week that I realized after we recorded this because I had only found it last Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, it's out today. And then. I obviously listened to that one and then um, I haven't listened to the new one out today, but it's still popping. I love it. I listened to it like in a day last week. I was like just so obsessed. Um, What else is popping with me? Oh, James Kavanagh's podcast is also popping while I'm on this topic. It's called uh, What Did You Eat This Week? Mm-hmm. And it's really good. Um. It's well, it's good if you like Irish influencers, in my opinion, um, just because like it is very kind of like there's like Joanne McNally and Darren Gar here on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but he did a really good one this week with Guy Sinna, who's a home cook um, on Instagram. And if you have not went onto this man's page, just go onto his page and look at the food he makes. It is divine looking. Um, so I'm obsessed with them. And then while we're on the top of podcasts, um, Alan Carr's Life's a Beach. I've said it before, but I'll say it again. I didn't listen to it for ages because I used to listen to it on the bus into college. But then I started to drive and I just kind of forgot about it. But mm. um, yeah, obsessed. Love them all. Um, Kevin actually only said this to me the other day. He was like, you love a podcast. And I was like, I know, I'm actually obsessed with them. <laughs> I think it's a problem at this point. Um, <laughs> but other than that, Selling Sunset, um, I'm finished it. It came out on the 22nd. It is now the 26th and I'm done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's a big fee for me when I when I get a series done like that. And this one was 10 episodes. So that's 10 hours of my life going to Selling Sunset. I know I need to hop on that. Um... Yeah, but that, that's what's popping with me this week. Mm, yeah. So for me, it's actually uh, also a podcast called Two Teas in a Pod uh, with Teddy Mellencamp, who you might know from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and Tamara Judge, who you might know from Real Housewives of Orange County. It's basically a housewife-centric podcast with two housewives who got fired. Wow. All the tea on there. And then another semi-housewives-related thing, Vanderpump Rules. 
Oh yeah, my mom loves that. Started watching it and I it's all I want to do now, but work keeps getting in the way of me watching reality TV. Oh, how rude. I know, so nice. But yeah, Vanderpump Rules, I'm just addicted to the drama of these people who are clearly pretty and don't deserve love. Um, (laughs) Yeah, some of them don't, to be honest. Yeah, what else do you mean? Unpopular Opinion Podcast, love them. Yeah, we we love them. We I don't need to. We don't need yeah, to shout them out. You don't mean. Well, like I mean, we shout you out. Unpopular opinion, unpopular opinion podcast. Go listen to them. But uh, it's just a given that we love them, girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. Yeah, so Katie, where can the people find us? People can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Make It A Podcast. You can give us a rating on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify if you so wish. And, you know, I'm going to spice it up this week. If you've made it this far, give us a little DM on our Instagram page again at Make It A Podcast. Let us know what you love, what you hate. Maybe we'll put up a, a question box and you can give us some suggestions and feedback in there too. But yeah, and if you want to recommend us to any of your family and friends, they can listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts. Okay, so that was where you can find us. This has been our episode on Little Rascals, uh, and you will hear from us next week. Bye.